Hi, welcome to Project Geospatial. I'm Adam Simmons, and here with me we have a special guest, Jonathan Newfield, CEO of TechTerra. Uh, Jonathan, can you introduce yourself real quick and tell us what you do at TechTerra? Yeah, you bet, Adam. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so I'm the CEO at TechTerra. Uh, I've got a background in geomatics engineering, and you know, TechTerra is a nonprofit. Uh, our goal is to help geomatics companies develop and commercialize new technologies uh, faster than they could on their own, and really. What we want to do is help get the most creative and most innovative ideas uh, out into the marketplace. Great. So, uh, and just to kind of overlap there, uh, where are you guys located? We're based in Calgary in Canada. Awesome. And that that's a good transition because uh, an upcoming conference is uh, still going on, still planned and scheduled, correct, for in, in Calgary. That's right. So I'm also the co-chair of FOS4G 2020, which we're planning for Calgary here at the end of August, the tw August 24th to 28th. And what is this conference uh, centered around? What's the focus? Why does it exist? And why do you think it's so important? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I'm super excited because if this whole coronavirus thing wraps up in the near future, you know, we'll be able to welcome a thousand people or 1200 people into Calgary to talk about free and open source technology for geospatial, uh, sorry, free and open source software for geospatial. Um, it's an entire community of open source geospatial enthusiasts who are building the products that they want, that they need, uh, without the strings that, that people hate about uh, some of the commercial software. Um, and it's an incredible group. You know, one of the things I love is the community in, in the FAS uh, community because the people are friendly and open and um, it's an incredible way to meet people with shared interests. Just to clarify the details, this conference is going to be taking place on August 24th through 29th, correct? That's right. 24th, 29th. Thank you. And, and right now, for those who are worried, no plans have changed for this conference. It's still on course. That's right. We're still on course to hold it at the end of August. Uh, you know, we're carefully watching the situation as the, as the coronavirus travels around the world. Um, fortunately, in Canada, you know, we've been pretty good about testing and locking things down and working from home today, as you can see. Um, but we are still hoping to host it here at the end of August. We'll let people know if that changes. Oh, great. And just talk about some of the uh, past conferences for Phosphor-G. Uh, what has been some great things that have come out of it? You bet. Yeah. I mean, one of the really cool things about the Phosphor-G Global Conference is that it moves around from place to place year after year. So last year, they had an incredibly successful event in Bucharest in Romania. Uh, the year before that, they were in Dar es Salaam in, in um Tanzania, uh, and it's traveled around the world from North America, Europe, Asia, uh, and it, it lets people who otherwise couldn't attend an event, you know, get to go to a large global gathering and, and become part of this self-driven community. Great. Awesome. Uh, and so I, I want to go through some of the projects that have been talked about. So what, um, a, what has been some good takeaways from the past conferences? Right. I mean, uh, the conferences are a place where all of the different OSGEO uh, projects come together and, and get a chance to uh, share with all of the users and all the developers the, the new features and the new technologies that have been added over the last year and talk about the direction for the projects in the future years. Um, I should give a big shout out to OSGEO because they're the open source GEO foundation. Um, they're the group that oversees the whole FOS4G conference, and, and uh, they're the group that, that uh, helps shepherd some of these projects um, from sort of conception into reality. 
you know, projects like QGIS and open layers and, and a lot of the tech that's being used uh, in the geospatial realm comes from people like you and me contributing our time and our expertise and our passion into building the software that we love. Can you give us an idea what kind of companies and sponsors uh, participate in this? Yeah, you bet. I mean, we've got some of the obvious big names, you know, we've got Google on the list. Um, we've got some local Canadian companies who are here. Um, Geocat is always a huge sponsor. They're one of our Platinums this year. Uh, OmniSci has been really good. Uh, Crunchy Data. Um, and then Mapgears, a fantastic uh, company out of Quebec, is one of our sponsors this year. Um, Spark Geo, if you know them, uh, they've taken on the role of sponsoring childcare. And I got to say, this is the only conference, you know, I've ever been to or been a, a part of that actually includes childcare as a way of making it more open to uh, people who have kids and who are kind of bringing their kids along on these trips. Well, that's a good, uh, good, good note on that. Uh, how many people would you say attend the conference that childcare would, might, might be necessary? Yeah, you know, I went to the FOS4G North America in San Diego. And they had a, a daycare set up for some of the younger kids. Uh, and I would say there was 25 to, to 30 kids in there at any one time. Um, and that was on an attendee base of 800 people. So, you know, not everyone is, is bringing uh, their kids along or, or what have you. But for those who do and for those who don't have an opportunity to, to hire a sitter, um, it's another way of making the community much more open. Now, you now this conference is wrapped around open open source technology and uh, does uh, uh, do, do how about the open source um, open geospatial consortium do, do they ever get involved with this something like this you know we're talking to OGC right now about how they can participate uh, we've worked with them through Tectera a bunch in the past in helping promote open geospatial standards and um, connecting the world through through um, open and accessible standards uh, we're hoping to bring them on actually as a, as a participant this year. So these technologies, and you you gave a couple examples, such as QGIS, uh, or uh, you know, but but I also looking on the list here, you have things like Map Server and Open Layers and mm -hmm. GeoServer, which GeoServer seems to be a, a hot topic right now for a lot of different reasons. Um, why are these? Uh, why should more companies get involved with uh, open source technology? Yeah, yeah, excellent question. I mean, open source is fantastic because. Uh, it, it's entirely open, right? It, it doesn't come with an upfront cost for people to install it or try it out. It doesn't come with uh, licensing restrictions, um, preventing people from using it in the ways they want to use it. Um, you know, at TechTerra, we deal with a lot of companies who are starting out small but have big dreams of scaling up massively and, and going global. And one of the excellent things about open source software is it lets you scale up in, a, in an incredible fashion without having to pay additional license fees, you know, as you onboard your users. Um, the other great thing about it is that with the open architecture, you can get in underneath the hood and, and tinker and adjust things so that, so that they work for your company and for your circumstances. Um, and then there's an incredible uh, uh, base of code maintainers out there who are always adding new features and new things that, that they care about and they're community driven. So, you know, I would say if you're if you're looking at starting a company, um, look at adding open source technology into your stack and, and building that out. Um, and if you're running a company, you know, maybe look at how you can augment what you're already doing with some open source tools. Awesome. So, so what from a, from an audience standpoint, the Phosphor G conference, uh, 
you know, I, I know a lot of conferences t- try to take a more general approach, but who would you say the prime target audience is for something like this? Is it going to be developers, analysts, folks who just use it in general, or, or are you looking to bring in more business to businesses to understand the benefits of open, uh, open geospatial sources? Yeah, you bet. I mean, the the traditional audience for this has been developers, people who are already in the geospatial development world and are are fairly comfortable there. Certainly the workshops on the Monday, Tuesday of the week are geared towards people with experience in developing the technology and who are looking to augment those skills. You know, as we roll into the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of the conference, that's when we run eight to nine tracks simultaneously uh, with people doing presentations on you know, what technology they've used, uh, how they're rolling it out in their business and and how they're um, accomplishing interesting technical objectives with it. Um, so beyond that sort of traditional audience, you know, I think the, the community has been, has been growing substantially in the last few years and we're now seeing more business professionals coming in as well. Uh, and in fact, one of the things we're working on is adding some B2B sessions during one of the workshop days so that we can have businesses uh, have that chance to meet other partners, you know, meet people they can co-build with and collaborate with and maybe even meet a couple of clients or potential clients there. Um, governments are big users. And so people who are in government are, are you know, highly encouraged to come. And uh, we're even looking at how we can set up a, a so-called G2G kind of day and have governments connect with each other and share ideas and outcomes and, and some learnings from their, their government projects. So, you know, if you've got an interest in geospatial, whether you're a developer or a business person, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in this for, for quite a while, uh, I think it's worth checking out for sure. Okay. So uh, with all that going on, what are you personally most looking forward to? <laughs> uh, I'm personally looking forward to, um, you know, celebrating geospatial and celebrating what we do as professionals and, and being able to share that message with the local community here in Calgary. Um, you know, here we've got a, a huge number of, of startups and small companies here in Alberta who focus on geospatial and use that to drive their business. Um, so I'm really excited to highlight those to the world and show show what's possible with the companies here. Um, you know, and then I'm also pretty excited about the social event uh, on the Thursday night. Uh, we're going to take everyone over to the National Music Center, um, show them some incredible memorabilia, show them a world class facility, uh, you know. And, and just enjoy being together and, and building new friendships and new relationships. Just to zoom out for a second here, what, uh, how big is Calgary? And uh, can it support uh, a, you know, a couple thousand people trying to attend a conference like this? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we're 1.1, 1.2 million people here in the city. Um, we've got a world-class uh, convention center right downtown. Um, it, on one side, we've got the, the uh, train tracks. Uh, for the local or the um, light rail transit system. And on the other side is a pedestrian walking mall, so people can stroll up and down and, and check out the shops and the gardens. Uh, you know, we've got one of the best international airports in the country, and certainly in my opinion, with a brand new international terminal, um, which, you know, unfortunately is quiet right now, but as this whole coronavirus thing blows over, um, it's ready to pick up the slack and ready to bring people in from all over the world. So. You know, we're we're ready and we're looking forward to it and excited to have everyone here. Yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, and and how did you get involved with all this? You know, from from where where what was your first FOSS for G experience or how did you first get involved with uh, uh, with the open, you know, open geospatial community? Yeah, yeah, you bet. So, 
Um, I'm a relative newcomer to the, the open source community. I've been, um, I've been involved with Tectera and geospatial companies for quite a while, and we were looking for a new way to highlight what's happening here in Alberta on a global stage. Uh, and when we saw the bid come out, the bid request for FOS4G 2020, we thought, hey, we should, we should jump on this. Uh, we quickly pulled together a, a fantastic local organizing committee, um, you know, and involved some folks from the, the city and, uh, and got to work on putting it together. You know, and then from there, the first one I went to actually was after we had submitted the bid, uh, I went down to San Diego and, and took in that event. Um, it was phenomenal. The, the organizers there did an incredible job. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, you know, the and how do you think the open open geospatial community is growing over the next couple of years? Yeah, I think it's growing um, at, an, at an exponential maybe, rate. Maybe. Maybe I should take a step back here. What I mean is, uh, what kind of innovations do you think we'll see with open source geospatial technology uh, that you you might be more excited about or, or look forward to? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think we're in a really interesting era right now of geospatial because the ability to uh, attach a location to something has become trivial, right? We all walk around with these incredible pocket computers that, that have a GPS and a camera. Um, and so everywhere we go, we can track what we're doing and track those movements. It also means we can capture the information in our world in an incredibly precise way that we've never been able to do before. Um, and so we're starting to see, uh, you know, the, the high density or high definition maps coming about. We're starting to see navigation platforms. Um, we're starting to see vision computing. And, and we're in an era now where individuals can contribute to the map um, in a way that we never could before. So. I think we're going to see an incredible revolution in location technology as it continues to become more accessible for people, uh, continues to become more powerful for people. Um, and we're seeing it open up through things like open geospatial technology, right? And, and um, some of the OzGeo projects. Uh, so when anyone can go on and download a world-class GIS program, go grab some open data and begin to do analysis in less than half an hour, uh, I think that's an incredible world. Oh, awesome. That's great. Uh, any last minute plugs you'd like to give the audience before we uh, wrap up? <laughs> I would say, you know, if you're, if you're planning to come, um, please come on and buy a ticket. That helps us tremendously. If you're uh, a company, you know, visit 2020.fos4g.org. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and I hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy out there right now. No, thank you, Jonathan. And uh, and once again, uh, Jonathan Newfield, CEO of TechTerra. Uh, we're talking about the FOSS4G 2020, which is going to be held in Calgary, Canada, uh, August 24th through 29th, 2020. Uh, once again, I'm Adam Simmons from Project Geospatial. Thanks, Jonathan, for joining us. We'll talk Thanks, to Adam. You. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you. Project Geospatial is a podcast hosted by Adam Simmons and Mason Rothman, dedicated to increasing awareness of geospatial technology, education resources, and industry best practices. Our show is comprised of industry professionals who discuss diverse topics such as new geospatial projects, innovations, and resources that benefit the overall community. If you're an industry professional, reach out to us. We'd love to hear your feedback or have you on the show. Listen in and check us out at projectgeospatial.com. Thank you.